In his song, Happy, Pharrell Williams proclaims, happiness is the truth. On Tribute to Happiness, we speak with guests who are putting this truth into practice, sharing their stories about what happens when happiness becomes a genuine focus. Tribute to Happiness is brought to you by Iceland's Chief Happiness Officer, Heather Svein Bjornsson. Hello and good morning. This is Iceland's Chief Happiness Officer. One does not get appointed as a nation's chief happiness officer. It's a choice. It's a choice about how I want to serve my country and community, about addressing something critical that's missing in society. Listening and gratitude are things that are missing, especially in our work lives. Add those two things and positivity and productivity take off. Leave them out and work becomes routine, performance mediocre. Let's explore some new ideas and thinking about happiness at work. Let's also look at happiness at home and happiness in life. In this episode of Tribute to Happiness, we are traveling all the way to Asia and Malaysia and we are meeting the one Chief Happiness Officer and I have called her Miss Chief Happiness Officer of Asia. So who are we talking to today? You may talk. Uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, thank you so much, uh, Helen, um, for inviting me. And I'm extremely honored to be here to speak with you about um, happiness, I guess. Uh, yes, thank you for giving me the title. Yeah, Miss Happiness officer yeah oh don't forget <laughs> the miss asia oh, yeah. happiness officer <laughs> okay, chief, chief happiness, happiness officer. officer but shouldn't we let the people know who are listening who you are what is yes. your name yes of course um, my name is eliza go um i live in kuala lumpur malaysia and uh, if you do not know where Malaysia is, uh, we are located in Southeast Asia. Uh, on the north, you have Thailand, and on the south, we have uh, Singapore and Indonesia. And basically, uh, Malaysia is a tropical country. We are a very warm country, 365 days of sunshine. And um, we are famous for our Beaches, uh, beaches and um, rainforests. I was almost going to say, and thank you for this chat, 365 days of sun. 360... <laughs> like, how can you co... Are you, you must be indoors all the time. You must, like... And then when yes. you... Have you seen snow in your life, Eliza? Yes, I have. I have. I live in um, Vancouver, Canada for two years and I have seen snow. Um, oh my, you must have, like, the, the cold, the temperature temperature in Vancouver can 
get down to 20 or 30 minus degrees. So you must have been, oh, I want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) It's too cold, too cold, really. Um, I still remember the weather in Vancouver. It's always raining as well. It's gray, dark, rain and cold. Even in summertime, I remember one time I went for an air show with my sister. Uh Uh, Summertime. Can you imagine heading? Um, it, it, it's, it's like the wind, it gets through into our skin because we thought it's summertime. We are not going to, you know, back home here in Malaysia, be very, very uh, thin yeah. <laughs> dresses, t-shirts, you yeah. know. So it was the same that we did that time and it was extremely cold when we the wind gets into our skin, even though... There was sun, yeah, but it was still cold. But how is it, uh, because here in Iceland, I always get my uh, happiness back because of the weather. You know, the weather can be extremely big factor in, in, in the happiness or like they, like the weather can contribute to if you are moody or like whatever. And here in Iceland, we have in the summertime, then we have light for maybe... 22 hours like where is uh, okay the sun is not always but it is like there is light every day and then in december we have maybe one hour of light or like it is like yeah grayish and then after the the shortest day in darkness i just i just because in my heart and in my brain i know that the sun will stay one minute longer, like from the, maybe the 23rd of December, the sun will stay up one minute longer each day. And it just like, it feels like the spring is just started to come. And in January, it's just like, even though we have hellish weather, we have storms and we have snowstorms and whatever, but in my heart and I can smell the spring. And it's just so... And when you get in the sun, then you get the vitamin D and stuff. So it is just unbelievable how the weather can influence your mood. So if you guys have always sun, how it must influence you. Like, are you ever like, oh, there's always sun, I need rain. Like, how is it for you guys? Yes, you know that, Helen. Uh, is that correct how I pronounce your name? Yeah, in in the in the like in the foreign language, yes, Hedin. But Hedin is my name. Hedin. But uh, we we talk about that later, Eliza. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yes, of course. You know that uh, as human beings, you know you get used to it. When you get used to things, you want something else. The grass is always greener the other end. You know. So when we have. Uh, 365 days of sunshine, a lot of people just take things for granted, you know, if uh, they have not experienced cold before. They don't feel like, oh, we are so lucky, we have all this sun, you know. But of course, there are days that affect people's mood is when we have also heavy rain. We have a lot of rainfall in Malaysia. We have close to... uh, to uh, three two hundred two thousand millimeter, yes. So when it yes. rains, it rains. Yeah, it, like, it's just like 
Yeah. Very heavy with thunderstorm and lightning. It's really, really heavy. Oh, okay. And when it rains uh, in KL where I live, we have lots of traffic jam Ooh. and people don't like it. Of course, it affects people's mood. Yeah. You know, when there is traffic, when you are stuck in the traffic for one hour, you can't move, and that is really gets into people. Um, but of course, I I think uh, the sun helps a lot. Mm. Really, there's nothing to be so sad about when you get up in the morning. That's beautiful sunshine, and I think because of COVID, people started to appreciate more yeah. of the sunshine. And yes, there's. Um, I remember when I was um, in Copenhagen, I was talking to um, Fernanda from the Netherlands. Yeah. We were from the same academy. Yes. And she asked me, where, 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 where am I from? I said, Malaysia. There's nothing for you to be unhappy about when you have so much sun, as you say. Did she? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my! But because when, if I would move to Malaysia, I would probably like, I I I I'm when the sun sh- when I was younger, when I was growing yeah. up, my mother was always, why aren't you out in the sun? And I was, she always found me somewhere where it was like dark and uh, cold, and I had Donald Duck and was reading. I was just like, it's too hot outside, <laughs> and maybe it was fifteen degrees. <laughs> And I don't think you can get used to the sun here because it's so hot. Yeah. And not just that, Malaysia, we are very humid here. Yeah. So And it's worse when it is humid. Yeah. For summertime in Europe, it's so different. Oh, yes. There's no, no humidity and it feels, I think, I think it's the most beautiful time you can get. Uh, that is summertime in Europe, in Western country. But in Malaysia, we, the humidity is really high. Yeah. extremely high and we cannot walk just outside you know without yeah. uh, sweating you know it, it's, it's actually very uncomfortable for example right now i have to have air condition yeah okay yeah and well, a lot of people do not like air condition as well um, no because yeah that, that's climate yeah. change our our temperature has come down a little bit for uh, example okay. this this time of the year normally is pretty warm, but this week uh, our temperature has been very nice. And this morning we woke up uh, with twenty three degrees. And 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 in the newspaper I look, oh, it says that it's umbrella and sweater weather. <laughs> you must be joking me. Okay. Yeah. This morning in Iceland, it was minus three degrees Celsius. So thank you very much. And we now, because now it sounds, it's like the past, when we started, now we have talked for 10 minutes, Elias. I told you that the time would just fly by. And it, it sounds like, it sounds like that Visit Malaysia has been sponsoring this segment because we are only talking about the car. <laughs> And the good one. <laughs> yes. Well, Malaysia is a very interesting country. I have to invite you to come over. Oh, thank you. Oh, I will probably, I will, it is on my bucket list. But now, yes. should we just talk? I, we need to know, before we go into the happiness at work and stuff, and, and how the culture is in, in Asia, or Malaysia, like, I don't know if you can, but you are multi, like, you have mother from China and father from China also? No. no. 
No, actually, both my parents they were born in Malaysia. Ah. Yes. So we are. I'm already the third generation. So they, my great grandparents, they they migrated here. Okay. So But that, let, let's then go into who is Eliza Go. Like, okay. how, what is your background and why? Okay, you have unbelievable, like your smile can light up a room and stuff. Like, why? How? What have you been doing? And why is it that we have to have Miss Asia Chief Happiness Officer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, thank you, thank you. It's I a very small. It's a small question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a small question. Okay, if you talk about my background, my qualification, I actually have a, 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 an MBA major in marketing. <gasps> yeah, okay. Yes. Interesting, isn't it? That yeah, sometimes people ask me, "How come you're major in marketing, uh, and you're doing this?" But I have uh, done a lot of work in in marketing for a long time now. Not so long. <laughs> no, no, no. Because we are only twenty nine. We decided on yes, that we would right. be twenty nine because you don't ask a lady about her age. So, like people, bear with us. Yes. We are both twenty <laughs> nine. Yes, yes, yes. And but but actually, before you took the major in in marketing, are you then? Did you get a business degree, like a bachelor degree in business, or yes, yes. so so? I have you, a, okay. And you mentioned that you have been living in Canada. Like, what has driven you to this path towards happiness? Happiness at okay. work. Yeah. In fact, I have a business uh, administration uh, diploma, higher diploma, before I went in. Go went to. I started my work in the workforce for years, at, and and later on, only I took the postgrad. Uh, MBA master degree. Um, yes, in fact, I have. Well, if I look at it, maybe about fifteen years of uh, senior management um, uh, position in business development and management. Yeah. But in twenty twelve, I decided to start my own business. Okay, and is it usual for a woman to have a business in Malaysia, or like? Yes. Yes. So, yes, so yes. okay. Yes, of course, of course. We, I think, from the eighties and nineties, um, women workforce already started to increase in Malaysia. Yes, we are quite equal here. It's okay. Of course, the uh, is there are still certain things which is not too equal, but yeah, of course. There are many yeah, women who it could be better. Yeah. Yes, I had enough of corporate life. I said goodbye to my senior management position job, and I started my own business because I wanted the freedom. I wanted to, uh, yeah. I always have a dream that I can do something better. I can do something more uh, on my own term. I like to explore different things, so I started my own business, but. Um, That is in trading, and I'm actually still doing it. But in 2016, um, that's after four years, everything seems to be okay, and I thought I wanted to do more because I have always been so passionate with about people. Yeah, I thought, you know, if 
one day if I don't do this business, I could actually still uh, share all my knowledge and see how I can inspire the younger generation uh, with uh, the experience that I have and share all the knowledge that I have. Then I went into uh, looking at how could I do that? The only thing I can do, uh, the only way I can do that is maybe to become a coach or a trainer. Then I went and studied uh, uh, to get my certificate, cop, um, the um, corporate professional trainer certificate. And we have to find a topic. And at that time, I was thinking, what topic could I talk about? The lecturer told me, maybe you can talk about your regional experience in business development. But that was not something that I am passionate about. I'm more passionate about people. Business development, in business, in real life, everything is so different, you know. So I decided that I, I want to go into something that is more with people. Then I stumbled on Alexander Kierulf. Alexander <laughs> Kierulf, yes, yes. It, 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 yes. Is, it is, if my name is difficult, then his name is <laughs> even more <Yeah>. difficult. <laughs> yes. So, and, and during one of our uh, uh, trips to Europe, I decided that I should also take the opportunity to attend this happiness at work course. Chief Happiness uh, Officer yes, Academy. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. But 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 how is it to to understand that okay you're interested in people you can maybe tell why why you are so interested in people later on but how is it with happiness in Asia I know there are so much things that you have to have in mind when you're a European going to Asia because the culture yes. is just as intriguing it is and and beautiful and you have so many things that is just so awesome and and how you respect the elders and there are so many things that you have to take care of like do you be aware of and here as we have like we were discussing that you don't ask a lady of her age and you like you don't go around we were dis discussing before we started that you can't go around and jump ahead and oh I'm so happy I am so happy like how where is it and how do you express happiness is it just by fireworks or because you mentioned that the culture is not I it's more of a we culture so how can you go through a little bit like the history like what when you came home came back from the academy and you started talking about this, how were you perceived? Like, did people say, oh my God, Eliza, she is just, she went to Europe and she came back crazy. She's talking about happiness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In fact, you, yeah, very, very good questions. Because um, Asia, uh, basically, we are more conservative people. We are more reserved in our communication, as you mentioned just now. Um, we, we, there, 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 there are certain things like we have to do in. Uh, let's say when you when I come into the room, they are elderly. We would allow the elderly to speak first. And in fact, I think um, 
there are pros and cons in the Asian culture, and of course there are pros and cons in the Western uh, yeah, culture. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if you mix the two of them together, it's very interesting to get the good part of it. For example, the Asian culture, the we culture, which I like in in the pro part, which uh, we respect the elderly, but at the same time. Um, I think in in the olden days, a lot of people just conform to the the whatever rules regulation that are presented to them. Whatever the elderly say, they have to be right, you know. But in actual fact, more and more younger people, uh, the, in the younger the younger generation, basically have their own mind now. It's very very different now. But to understand Asia. You have to first try the food. <laughs> oh, don't mention it. Oh, don't ma- like the Asian food is just so delicious. Yes, even the food itself is already Happy. has so much varieties. So you can imagine uh, the the diversity. Especially in Malaysia, we have three races. We have Malay, Chinese, Indian, and. Malaysia is very unique in a way that we are uh, we can still practice our culture. For example, because I'm of Chinese ethnicity, I can practice my culture. We just celebrated our Chinese New Year, and we can uh, we have national holiday, and other races also join in the celebration. This is a good thing about it. When the Malay celebrate, the Chinese also have China uh, national holiday, and we all celebrate. Um, well, we we in language wise is already so diversified. For example, um, the Malay will speak Malay, Chinese will speak Chinese, Indian will speak in Tamil. But when we are together, we speak the national language. Of that Malay. Is Malay, Bahasa Malaysia, yes, Malay, yes. Oh my! And 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 the second language is English. Yeah, but that is. That happens in big city like Kuala Lumpur. That's why Malaysia is considered one of the um, easy country to operate business because of the language. People here speak language. It is easy for foreigners to come, and if they do not know uh, where to go, if they are lost, they can ask someone, and they will be able to find their way. People so are polite. It's widely yeah. spoken, but not in the small yeah. small town. But people example, are polite. People are polite. So that's people uh, are polite and yeah. too friendly. Maybe too friendly. <laughs> and sometimes they give you the wrong direction. They try to help. I have heard friends from overseas who complain about uh, getting direction from the local. Actually, they said you go straight, huh? After you go straight, you turn right. Okay, you turn right. You see a shell station. Okay, a shell station. <laughs> <laughs> if they follow the the direction and there are two shell stations, how should we go after that? <laughs> so, sometimes too polite. They try to help, but they 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 didn't mean to get people wrong. But then, uh, yeah, this yeah. is how how it is. But uh, yes, we in Asia, the we culture is very strong. For example, um, you you can have individual. Uh, um, ideas but for example we we don't like confrontation no yeah yes we don't like confrontation if someone has made a mistake you don't you try to avoid shouting at the person it's not good 
that kind of thing. Like it, uh-huh. it, you have to, you have to respect others, and I think that's a that's a good thing about uh, Asia culture. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, if you think about company in in a, in a in the context of a company, sometimes um, people are there not to speak up, even if the senior manager made the mistake, they would not dare to speak up because they are afraid. And I think, uh, but again, we have a lot of different types of companies here. For example, when you ask me, how do people perceive when I tell people I'm the chief happiness officer, right? Yeah. So, so with my first client, actually, they are not um, 100% China, a Malaysian company. They are um, multi, um, multinational national company. Yeah, yes. But how how is it? Because as in as I I think I remember correctly, in Japan they maybe work twelve or fourteen hours, and then they are expected to go with their boss to a bar or whatever, and then they have to like go home and sleep for maybe four or five hours. How is the work culture in Malaysia, for example? Like, how many work hours do you have in the corporate yes. world? Yes, we will. We will eight hours a day. Oh, so you have you have eight hours. Eight hours that is official, uh, right? Eight, yeah. eight hours is official, but we do have companies that are either Japanese oriented because in Malaysia we have many Japanese companies actually have uh, invested in Malaysia since the eighties when we have the um, yes um, um, the. Uh, the techno- bringing the technology mm. over to Malaysia. And we have, uh, automotive is a big industry in Malaysia. So yeah. we have companies like Toyota, Nissan, and electrical company also. We have Sony, they all, even now we have, they have factories here in Malaysia. Um, yes, I think some Chinese companies, they still work 10 hours a day. But how, how is okay? Then you you find your niche, uh, which is people, and you 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 became a chief happiness officer, and then when you start to announce, here am I, Elisa Go, and I'm a chief happiness officer, and did people like look at you and think, oh my, she is crazy, or did they were they curious and did you get some did some companies hire you to talk about like how do you approach talking about happiness at work for example when we talk about your how can you like because it's so personal we don't perceive happiness in the same way like you can look at happiness in this way i can do it this way and then we work together it could collide or whatever like how do you talk about happiness in a we culture Yes. It, well, of course. Ultimately, we all want to be happy. Yeah. Okay. And 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 I think uh, uh, when I mentioned that I'm a chief happiness officer, most of the time people are curious. Okay. People are curious about uh, why are you the chief happiness officer? And uh, a lot of them would say that actually you uh, you appear to be just the right person because you are so cheerful, you know, as a chief happiness officer. <laughs> so, and, 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 and I think, um, 
they they do not uh, think that I'm crazy. No, but no. I think we <laughs> no. <laughs> but I started March. I started in 2016. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after I came, I started uh, slowly promoting. You know, yeah. in 2016, and I started doing some workshop, and 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 of course the, I. I think very often it becomes very successful with the workshop when the leaders of the company uh, themselves want to have happiness for their employees. It's a lot easier when I talk to the big boss, for example, my clients uh, that I started to approach them. Uh, I approached the president of the company, the MD of the company, or the director of the IT of the company. But so far, I think I have at least two, two or three companies with the that I managed to be successful with human resource. Okay. Sometimes they say, "Okay, we have to refer back to the management first, human resource," because I think. The, when the boss set set the tone, when the boss himself set the tone that I want my employees to be the focus in 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 my company, a uh, core value that makes such a big difference. Because I have one company and in uh, one client insurance company, he himself already practice happiness in his own way. I'm sorry about the noise. I think they are having some. <laughs> well, I don't hear it because I'm so intrigued about what you're saying. So I'm just I'm just focusing on what you are saying. Okay. So let's okay. go on. Background noise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it because they are fogging, doing fogging. Because Malaysia, we have to do fogging quite often to avoid uh, mosquitoes. Oh, thank you, malaria. Yes. Sorry, in that case, I have to switch off my air condition first. Yes, you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. So I will just like sing or something. Uh, but in oh, that that was the air conditioner getting off. Yes, oh, yes. so it was just it was just two steps away. So she is back, yes, yes. ladies and gentlemen. She is back. <laughs> yes. Live from Malaysia. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So. So far, I haven't met another chief happiness officer because I think people would like to be called, people like the, the title, but they're maybe too afraid to call themselves chief happiness mm. officer. But I'm not afraid because I think um, it's okay if you, when we go deeper into the conversation, as you know, uh, happiness at work, when you go deeper into the topic, It's not uh, being happy all the time, you know. It's not just about happiness all the time. How, how is the work culture? Because one of the things that we talk about in happiness at work is that what it com all comes down to is relationships and results. How is it in Malaysia or Asia? I don't know. Like you can expand it if you want. Uh, only talk about Malaysia or uh, take the whole continent. Are people when they are working working together? Are they? Uh, no, it's okay. It's uh, there's there's no. You can. It's okay. Uh, are people in Malaysia or in Asia? Like uh, now, I've said it fifteen hundred times. Um, 
are they friends at work or how does the culture how is the culture are you do you show up do you know each other do you talk about your family life do you talk about this or or is that a no-no or like are you open about these things because we talk about that you have to show interest in other people's lives to and it's it's not because we are are curious or we want to snag like oh do you have a cat why do you have a cat or like whatever it is or do you have this kind of uh, car or whatever so h- how do you see it or how how is it in your neck of the woods okay in, in, i mean in malaysia of course i talk about malaysia because it's i'm malaysian yeah uh, yeah basically uh we are very uh we um family is very important yeah um to the asian people uh very close knit uh group of friends very mm-hmm. important yes when i talk about happiness at work um in um in an organization many times when i talk about relationship yes of course there are many of us we actually found our best friends even at work okay yes and i'm still in touch with my ex staff uh after so many years i'm still in touch with my ex colleague because uh we we were friends and we are still friends and it's very important to me it's very important to have friends at work you don't have to be best friend but when you have a friend at work it helps uh, your work to be more joyful and also to be open with each other yes i think um, most of the time we consider relationship very very important and i think people leave their job when they are not happy is with their with their managers immediate manager the one of the biggest reason for people leaving their job is not having a good relationship with their manager immediate manager that's why in my workshop before i before i do a workshop i always do a survey for the company yeah to find and and there's one questions about do you have a good relationship with your immediate manager and that is a very important uh, question to ask and and i think yes we have a lot of fun as you know we have so many celebrations we have many days public holidays and every time when we have public holidays uh we will have a lot of celebrations so celebration is a big thing in asia celebration in um in the company for example it before christmas we may decorate a christmas tree in the office yeah okay sometimes they even have companies a uh, dinner whereby they encourage like in my private one of my previous company we encourage the staff to dress in uh other ethnicity uh um the yeah, ethnic um, clothes or or, or yeah yeah, that's yeah. Like, yes so so you have you have yet to you have not have had adversary like you have not stumbled on some people who are just like who are you coming here and talking about happiness because you okay you glow like like you are just a, a ray of sunshine you would probably like you could make a fly happy because of your uh, of your smile and stuff but ha- how is it that 
when because of the as you say you respect the elders and then like working places are changing and you have this you have to respect the elders but then the younger generation is coming and how do you like put them together or or how can they do you feel the conflict or or because young people they tend to have like they want to be happy things should happen and like everything's going so fast and and when we as we are 29 that we can just not follow with like with them because they are so quick <laughs> and the technology like but how do you can you sense it when you send the surveys because the first thing i thought about when you asked like how is your relationship with your immediate boss or manager or like do people dare to say i i don't like him or like do they like how how do they answer like this quite they must sit and maybe for 10 minutes and just like well, as you know uh the, the the survey is anonymous yeah nobody knows who is answering what it's okay it's only me who's, who would see it okay and yeah. when i analyze the result um i it's just a percentage you see so the management could actually see that there is uh, a good point about this uh uh, there is something that we need to do. That's the that's the reason why we want to do the survey. The survey will highlight where they need to solve the problem and yeah. where they are good at. For example, one of it is do they have the freedom to do things? For example, this is the question. And if they have and they see that we are doing the right thing and it's in line with our core value, basically, as you say, the happiness at work under the two big words of result and relationship, they could actually see that where they can improve, which area needs to be improved, which area that they are weak at and they can do more. And after the survey, way I follow up with the workshop and also analysis of the survey result it helps them to see directly actually oh and then after that they understand the definition of happiness at work oh I see and and in fact one of the the participants in one of the workshops he he um he mentioned that actually I never knew that happiness can help with productivity. Yeah, okay. So it's really interesting. It's not that people do not know what is productivity and uh, people, it's not that they do not know what is the positive emotion. They do actually know. But once they understand in depth of what exactly happiness at work is, Per our definition, and we go in depth into each and every part. Why is it important in terms of relationship? For example, in terms of positive feedback, in terms of uh, encouragement, engagement, and people suddenly click like, oh, when I have positive emotions, actually it contributes to productivity. For example. Do you want to wake up, get up in the morning with a miserable mind or do you want to get up with a happy and positive emotions? And if you're stuck in the traffic jam, if you have gone through my course and, and I, I, I remind them that happiness can be practiced. Not everyone 
uh, is born to be happy because we know the principle of 50% genetic. Unfortunately, if you are born the negative type, you have more work to do to improve. But remember, 40% that we can control. The 40% that if you are not too positive, let's say 20%, that adds up already 60%. And 10% is the environment. But if you keep telling yourself that, um, yes, I'm so miserable, then you are miserable. Yeah. But if you wake up in the morning and you tell my, yourself that I want to have a great day and I want to go home, be happy for my family. I want to go home, be happy for my kids. Because happiness is contagious and unhappiness is even more contagious. And, and I think when I promote this uh, happiness at work to uh, corporate, I, I often tell them, don't, don't take it too lightly. This is actually a serious topic. A serious topic that if all companies can make happiness at work an essential soft skill for their staff, then yeah, you, would, yeah. you can feel the benefits of it because we only have one life. Oh, yeah. People say that, oh, I'm so happy. Yes, but I'm not happy with my job. <laughs> it's very hard to be happy because you spend so much time at work. Yeah. You spend more of your waking hour at work than anything else put together. And why do you think that when you're not happy at work, you can be happy at home? That's, that's quite difficult. But there are people who can... Say, who say that, oh, I, I am a different person when I go to work, but I think that becomes very difficult on yourself because you are not authentic. Yeah. You don't show up authentically to work and and after some time, you get so tired of being a different person at work and and I think it's not good for relationship building as well when we are more genuine, we are more authentic and genuinely um, wanting to contribute to the company and make our life and work more meaningful. When your your work is more meaningful, you're more joyful. When you see your colleagues are happy, everyone is growing. But I also feel that for a small small company, it's easier to promote happiness at work. Yeah. Then a very huge company, but it's not impossible. It can start with a small department and um, grow, the grow from there. Yeah. Yes, grow from a small department. For example, um, I believe you met uh, this gentleman from HP in Germany. Uh, I forgot his name. Yeah. He's, he is. Basically, HP, um, I mean, he promoted from his own department first, but he influenced all the other company around the world, uh, all other officers, HP around the world to to adopt uh, happiness at work. But that, that is also, that is just be the ripple. Like, it starts with you. Be yeah. the ripple. It's just like if you throw one pebble in the ocean or the sea, then it's just like one becomes two, two becomes four. Like it's, it just be the ripple. But as we, I mentioned, we are now forty minutes in our conversation. It's really? just yes, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
But uh, as you say, like because this is more, this has been the happiness at work part. But happiness at home. Do you practice? How do you practice what you preach when you are in a queue or in a traffic jam? What does Eliza do? See, you are sitting in the car and you can see that, oh my God, you will be there for an hour or, or whatever. What do you do to, like, how do you practice what you preach? Yeah, okay. To me, it's so important to be happy. As I say, we only have one life. You have 168 hours per week, 365 days per year. Just imagine you start on a Monday. You are so grumpy. You don't like Monday, Monday blue. The, 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 it, it brings you to the midweek. That is already how many hours is gone for the week. Your yeah. 168 days is down to maybe 70 for two hours. That's all. So it's so important to me. I, I, I love to decorate my home. And one of the things that I always look at in my home is home is where you are loved most. I think it's so important that you have um, a happy home that you can go home to, a person that you can talk to at home. Um, whether it's your spouse or your significant half or your children, it's so important to promote this uh, feeling of happiness, even with my own family. For example, my sisters and brothers, I have to say that I am born 50% maybe quite positive. Yeah. <laughs> I, see the rose. <laughs> I see the rose, but my sisters see the thorn. Yeah. Uh, but yet I'm able to influence her. Initially, it was very difficult. And this is what people say. If you can convince your own family and friends to believe in your business, you are halfway there because they are the skeptical one. And, and now my sister actually recently, she's still in she lives in Canada and she's a um, nurse educator. And recently she ran a workshop and she has asked me for many tips how to make people happier because it's COVID time. Yeah. And usually need, did it face-to-face yeah, -face in campus, you know, and do these new uh, 20 new nurses who would join the workforce, and but they cannot start in the hospital yet. They have to work from home and how to be happy at home. So I managed to give my sister lots of tips and she's so happy. And to me, be able to influence my own family members that is a lot more important a lot more happiness for me and also with all my friends as well so it's very nice to 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 me it's it's interrelated yeah. if you are not if you're happy at work if you are the, the the working person you are likely to be happier at home as well i think science also said that you know, yeah. so I think to me, another very important principle is paying attention to details because, okay, sometimes they say, I, I pay attention to details at home only, but not at work, but why not do it both? You want to have a quality life. You want to have a quality home life. You should also have a quality work life and at sub, you would have a quality life. Oh. Uh, as again, time is runs so fast. Time passes us too fast. Every day, mm. if you do not make yourself happier, 
uh, then it's, it's very hard with the challenges. Uh, have you heard of this uh, phrase, acronym, uh, VUCA? No. We are in the VUCA world now. V-U-C-A. Okay. V volatility. U is uncertainty. C is uh, com- uh, complexity, and A is uh, A is uh, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Can it be ability uh, or, or something? Yes, yes. Uh, ambiguity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, ambiguity. So, because of COVID, because of COVID, that's why I think if you can make every day more joyful, um, if you are more thankful, yeah, one of the teaching in Asia actually is about being thankful, gratitude. Yeah. People in Asia practice a lot in gratitude. Ooh, we have lovely. to thank our uh, parents. We have to thank uh yeah, if you are spiritual type, you know. Uh, but um, yes, gratitude is very important. So happiness at home is probably also happiness in life because you are like everything you do must be like. What what is it that brings? Do you walk in nature or when you are sitting in a traffic jam? Do you listen to songs and shout mm-hmm. out self like oh and just I laugh forgot, at? I, I forgot to answer your question. <laughs> stuck in the traffic jam yes in fact um i do breathing exercise yeah okay that really helps me uh when i when i'm stuck in the traffic jam but i listen to music i love music a lot i paint a little bit okay i love painting that helps me to develop uh um uh, um, paying attention to details which is so important when we focus on details um, I do yoga. Mm-hmm. Yes. Before I did not appreciate nature, to be honest. And after COVID, I started to appreciate nature more. And I, 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 I just can't believe that, <laughs> Eliza. That is unbelievable. You know, I grow, I, yeah, I grow more uh, uh, plants in the house. You know, I and. Because I have more time, so uh, yes, I appreci- appreciate nature more, and I I live in a place where I'm surrounded by by nature as well. And yeah. I started to go walking. I see the benefits of walking because I lost maybe three kg from all my COVID weight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 because of uh, walking uh, and walking. just a change, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh yes, my! Good exercise is so important. Um, yes, I to me spending quality time with family and friends is so important. Liking what you do is so important. Yeah. Putting pleasure in the job, um, uh, in uh, in the work is um, uh, bring perfection to to our job, right? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, by Aristotle. Oh my! It has been so much joy, and and just <laughs> I'm so happy to talk to the Miss Asia Chief Happiness Officer. <laughs> but I have a challenge for you in the in because I thought <clears throat> I always have a challenge in in the end of my 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 podcast. But I thought maybe I will get Eliza to challenge me. So. 
You have to say one Icelandic word. And I'm sorry, I will not, I, I, I hope I will not offend you because I, it's, it's more like fun because people, when they hear the words and they can't say it, we just laugh and that's okay. So okay. can you say, and I will only say it once, okay. can you say Reykjavíkur Mestarar? Reykjavíkur Mestarar. Oh, that was almost, <laughs> almost Reykjavíkur Mestarar. That is means that they are the champion of Reykjavík. So in in sports. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, but what is and I would like to try to say it myself. So, what yes. is chief happiness officer in Malay? In Malay. Oh, I never thought about this. Oh or in, in because you talk Chinese or Cantonese like what would what would you say how how would you say it? Oh. oh my people she has oh to my think god, I actually she, never thought about that. Oh my god she is speechless <laughs> speechless oh my god okay uh, Chinese okay yeah. uh, happiness okay just let's say happiness yeah. all right yeah. can I do that yeah yeah happiness. uh Kuala. Yeah. Kuala. yeah and and in Malay is um bahagia Bahagia. Yes. It's unbelievable how 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 the how people like the languages can be so excited. Like Kale. Yeah, or Serono. Rono. Serono is like happy. Um they are different way of speaking. Serono is happiness now. Okay. Because Bahagia is more long term. And Chinese, when I mentioned just now, quite that is happy now, but sing fu is long term. For yeah. example, when people get married, you say, I wish you happiness. You don't say that, uh, but I say, what sing fu. So you have to so be, yeah, you have to be, yeah, yes, you, yeah, you have right. to be careful for what you say. <laughs> Because it's same. Uh, if if I translate happiness in from English to Icelandic, it's, I think we have ten or twenty words like which can be the same. So it's just like, and it's it's funny how how one word can just be so many yeah. things. But uh, Eliza, it has been so much fun talking to you, and I hope that I have not offended anyone in listening to this no, podcast no, not at all, no. because, because it is also it is because the difference is so and you never know what you say because it's just you are and the culture like i think i when you i was just on my way when you talked about the malaysian food and stuff so i was just like i'm coming <laughs> yes please Put food you on put food on the table. To visit us in Malaysia, I will bring you to uh, experience all the different food, to try all the different food. That's Chinese food, Malay food, Indian food. Oh and my. of course our even our Chinese food is a fusion because we, we love to eat chili. We love spicy food. So it's, it is definitely more spicy uh, than the Chinese food in China, for example, Beijing. You must be like, I am, I am so, because for you, it's almost dinner time. For <laughs> me, you. for me, it's, a, for, 
for me it's almost like it's in the middle of the morning so it's just like almost lunch time so i'm just and now i'm just thinking about food, food. Yeah. <laughs> I, i'm so easy oh, just, no. I, I know what you mean <laughs> I'm I'm so it's easy. Just give me. Now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's eleven fifteen by in my time. So in, in Greenwich yeah. Mean Time. So <laughs> if you want to me to be happy, you just bring me food. So I. <laughs> to mention one thing when you ask me to introduce myself, I'm the founder of the uh, happiness firm. My company's name. Yes, and uh, we will put something in. Anyone interested in happiness at work, you can go to my website. Just uh, yes, I I can give an introductory talk on happiness at work. Yes, I think we will just post it wherever we can, like when we when the episode will be out. So, but (laughs) thank you very much uh, for this chat. Eliza, it has been a long birth because we talked about. I think it's almost a year ago where we talked about that I would like to have you on my podcast. So easy. Yeah, or just lazy or whatever. Uh, but <laughs> thank you very much for your chat and, and I hope you will have a great weekend. And I forgot to say Merry New Year or Happy New Year. In, uh, like, yes, in Chinese in, we say Okay, I will not go there, but uh, <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> thank you very much, Hedin. And... Um, I really feel honored to be in uh, part of this uh, podcast of yours. <laughs> You're welcome, and the honor is all mine. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a nice weekend. Likewise. This has been the Tribute to Happiness podcast. Tune in for next week's episode. You'll find us on social media. <laughs>